time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side Mineral Area College basketball from Tuesday. A doubleheader at the Bob. The Mineral Area Lady Cardinals and Cardinals going up against Lincoln Trail, the Stateswomen and Statesmen. Glenn Berry has the wrap from Tuesday night at the Bob Seacrest Fieldhouse. It was a double dip of Mineral Area Cardinals basketball on Tuesday night with both the MAC women's and men's team in action against Lincoln Trail College. First, on the women's side, the Lady Cardinals held Lincoln Trail to just six points in the first half and walked away with an 83-31 victory. Mack was led in scoring by Caitlin Chomko, who had 14, and Audra Pasikarnas added 13. After the game, head coach Bradley Palmer had plenty of positive things to say about her team. I'm pleased with the defensive effort. You know, that's always something when you get up with a big lead and stuff, you can let the other team uh, come get back in it and, and throw up some shots and things like that. And we were pretty locked in at, at halftime talking about keeping them, you know, under 30 and, and, and not letting that stuff go because that's the stuff we got to keep building on. The MAC women are now 6-0 and and face 7th-ranked Wabash Valley next on Friday as part of the Vincennes Classic. On to the men's game. Lincoln Trail jumped out to a 12-6 lead early, but that MAC defense turned the tide, holding down the statesman to just 16 points in the first half and cruising to a 75-42 win. Mack was led in scoring by Josh Mio with 15. Durante Tucker had 14, and Preston Turner had 12. Mack's defense also held two of Lincoln Trail's top scorers to zero points on the game. Caden Hudlocker did manage 12 on the night, but it was much too little as Mack pulled away for the win. After the game, Mack coach Greg Heyer. You know, we were up 14 at halftime, and I told the team we should be down at halftime. But because of our defensive intensity... And our defensive togetherness, especially out of that first group. That first group was just tremendous all night long uh, with their intensity, blocking shots, causing havoc, getting us out in transition. Uh, You know, we didn't shoot the ball very well today. But we still won big because of our defense. The men are now 5-0 and and visit John A. Logan on Thursday. Mack beat Logan back on November 3rd, 89-60, so you know they'll be looking to even the score. Once again on Tuesday night at the Bob, the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals beat Lincoln Trail 83-31, while the men down Lincoln Trail 75-42. to for KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. Both teams remaining undefeated on the season. The Mac men at 23rd in the nation after the most recent poll. The Cardinals travel to John A. Logan coming up on Thursday, while the Lady Cardinals have the Vincennes Classic this weekend. Mineral Area College volleyball action today. The national tournament begins in the first round. Mac, the 15 seed, going up against the two seed Northeastern Colorado. Mac Volleyball head coach Tim Copeland sat down with KFMO Sports Tuesday ahead of the national tournament. Here's a snippet of that interview, and I asked Coach Copeland if the team has had a chance to reflect on, as Coach Copeland has called it, the storybook season. Well, one of the things I did the other day, I think it was Thursday or Friday, I think it was, we had practice, and um, I set them all down the bleachers at Mac, and, and I said, "Who? raise your hand and be honest, who the day one, when you got here August 1st, would have thought you'd be at the national tournament? And like, three or four raised their hand, you know, and then I said, okay, after the first tournament, because we were played really well that tournament, and like eight or nine did, and then I was like, okay, so what about four weeks later, and only three <laughs> raised their hand, because we were, we were going through the slump kind of thing, um, and then I said, okay, so what about October 10th, when we played Jeffco from then on, and like 11 of them did, because they knew, we all of a sudden, we kind of understood that we can be pretty good if we play right, if we play together, if we play the right kind of game, um, so, you know, it, it they... 
I made them look back a little bit, you know, and, and realize that they've accomplished something here and, and what they've done doesn't happen. I don't care what team you are in the country. You can be Southwestern Florida right now and they're number one. Mm-hmm. They haven't been number one for 10 years straight. I mean, it, it's not something you can do easily. It's not something that happens every year. So what they've accomplished, I try to get them to, you know, take a little time, a little second and think back that we really have accomplished something. And now you're here. So let's go see what we can do. Coach, do they know how close they are? Not to just a national tournament, but the end of the season and the end of them being together with the group they're with? Yeah, I think that's always something that sophomores especially, you know, think about. Um, you know, even shoot, even we lost to West Plains at our place and could have been number one seed in, in the Region 16. I had three or four players crying after the game, and it, it wasn't the end of the season. But in their mind, they lost a game that could have made us, I guess, maybe – for sure more opportunity to go to the national tournament because we've been number one season 16. Now we had to play two games to the one and it wasn't because they were, you know, mad or anything else. They, they just realized that, dang, that was a game we should have won, could have won and would have put us easier path to where we wanted to be. Now it all worked out, but they, they still had heart. And, and to me, it showed dedication. It showed, you know, in influence or input in the games they play so and that's kind of what i said from the very beginning of this team i really like the makeup of this team their hearts their minds their their attitudes just who they are as kids as young ladies um they've always been a i know this is a cliche but a family you know they've mm-hmm. always helped each other and that i think that's the reason why we're here i think if you have a poison apple in the basket you know it doesn't it doesn't work you know and, and there has never been one in this group and I, i'm really proud of them i'm really excited for them be here because I think they deserve it as, as young ladies and as athletes. The second seed Northeastern at 33 and 2, having won 21 straight games, going up against the 22 and 9 and 15 seed Mineral Area Lady Cardinals. Coverage on AM 1240 KFMO and on KFMO Sports Plus today at 12:30 with the opening serve at 1 o'clock. It's the first round of the national tournament. Mac, one of just 16 teams left playing in the nation. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were at Enterprise Center on Tuesday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Last night, the Blues returned home for a one-game matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning, looking for their first three-game winning streak of the season. In the first period, it would be Colton Pareko who joined the rush to break open the scoring, his second goal of the season at 11 minutes and 9 seconds. Blues would take the one nothing lead. Then in the second period, Tampa Bay brought the push. They had 15 total shots on goal. Jordan Bennington stopped all of them all the way up until Jordan Cairo got a breakaway opportunity to score and make it 2 to nothing. Then 19 seconds later, Yakub Verana picked up his first goal since October 19th for a 3 nothing lead. In the third period, the Blues continued to keep their foot on the gas. Kasperi Kapanen picked up an empty netter, and then Jordan Cairo got another opportunity for his fourth goal of the season. A 5 nothing shutout victory. Bennington's first shutout of the season and the Blues' first three-game winning streak of the year. They're back at it on Thursday. The San Jose Sharks on the road, 9.30 puck drop, 9 o'clock pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Alex, thanks. Blues goaltender Jordan Bennington after his first shutout of the season that led his team to their fifth win in six games. It's a team uh, you know that you're, you're proud to be a part of. I think it's been... Uh month or two uh, of just working hard and buying in and um, it's nice to see some 
some results uh, coming our way and, and we're just you know staying patient and playing together and trusting the system and um, then we get rewarded. That shutout is Bennington's first since December 12th of 2022 against Nashville. Defenseman Tory Krug on the team recording 26 block shots Tuesday in the win. It's part of our D zone right now uh, not leaving good ice and ultimately if they're forcing shots and you're able to front them and uh, sometimes they can kickstart the offense as well so uh, just having the willingness and the courage to, to block them I think everyone's been pulling on that side of the rope. And Blues head coach Craig Berube what were the keys to the team's win against Tampa Bay on Tuesday? I think from a defensive standpoint checking standpoint we're pretty solid disciplined staying out of the box um, and then you know did a good job of finishing on some plays and scoring and then staying with it. The Blues now head west for four games. They'll play the San Jose Sharks on Thursday. 9 o'clock pregame, 9.30 punk drop. You can hear it on B104.3. On the road trip, the Blues will also play the Anaheim Ducks and Los Angeles Kings and wrap it up against the Arizona Coyotes. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Philadelphia Eagles, a rematch of last year's Super Bowl, Monday, November 20th. Monday Night Football, the Chiefs and Eagles from Arrowhead Stadium at 6 o'clock on KFMO. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers rank 11 in the AP Top 25, but they move up to 9th in the college football playoff poll. They'll play Florida on Saturday. Tigers running back Cody Schrader was named Doak Walker National Running Back of the Week and named a finalist for the Burlesworth Trophy. Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz, what has led to Schrader being one of the top running backs in the SEC? He's worked really hard. He takes care of his body. He's in the weight room all the time. He's in the training room all the time. Um, and he knows his job cold, you know, whether it's protections or plays. And um, so, you know, he just showed up every day, does his job. And when his number was called, he's always made the most of it. The Tigers and Florida Gators in Columbia is this Saturday. And NCAA men's basketball, both Mizzou and SLU are three games into their season. The Tigers sitting at 2-1. and one. Their Noah Carter assesses the team three games in. Just being able to kind of get going into the season and kind of, you know, get a, get a flow, uh, you know, really understand the team. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with what's going on. I'm really looking forward toward the future uh, and, you know, looking forward to keep continuing to grow, continuing to be better, um, you know, continuing to learn. And, uh, you know, I'm very excited for what's, uh, you know, what's going to come. The St. Louis University Billikens are 3-0. and Their head coach, Travis Ford, what has he seen from his group defensively so far? We have stretches where we really, really defend. And how we're defending is different than we've ever defended. And we see glimpses that it could be really, really good. We're just not consistent with it yet. And a lot of it has to do with the aggressiveness we want to play with. Both the Tigers and Billikens play on Thursday. Mizzou going up against Minnesota. Slew against Wyoming. And Major League Baseball free agency, a big thing to note here, Shohei Otani has declined a $20.3 million qualifying offer from the Los Angeles Angels. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.